Welcome to another Take Note podcast, episode 42. My name is Chris Harper. Take Note, the radio program, is heard every weekday on Harvest Family Radio Guam. During that program, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs. These podcast episodes feature the same scripture and outline, minus the music. Visit our website for more, khmg.org, khmg.org. Today, we want to ask you to take note of Study is Important. We'll begin a discussion about Bible study today, and we'll ask, among other things, why is it important that we study Scripture? What does Jesus say Scripture does for us, and how can Scripture make a difference in our daily thoughts and actions. Well, on this program and on this station, you'll know we spend many hours on study. It's a primary feature of our spoken word programs, and its results wind up in every song we play. We obviously think it's important. We obviously believe it does something for us, and we assert without hesitation that it changes our daily thoughts, and actions. Some of our reasoning behind that we'll discuss today, as our topic will be, Study is Important, and we'll begin in John 17. If you know anything about the 17th chapter of John, you'll know that in it, Jesus prays for his disciples. He confirms their future persecution, and he tells us why it will happen. And he reminds us how they will be strengthened and fortified through it. Now, this is not just for the disciples of his day. This is for us as well. We must, too, be sanctified for whatever the future holds. Let's begin to find out in verse 9 of John 17. I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me. For they are thine, and all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those who thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. Those of us who have placed our faith in Jesus Christ alone belong to God. And we've been given the ability to glorify God by reflecting his attributes. At this time, when Jesus would die, be buried, raised from the dead, and then return to his father, he asked God to keep his disciples, those of his day and us, giving us unity. But clearly, based on what we know about the original twelve and ourselves, Growth and change and development and strengthening would need to take place. And Jesus actually goes on to emphasize that in verse 12 of John 17. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me, I kept, and none of them is lost but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. And now I come to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy word, and the world hath hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. 
While Jesus was with his disciples, he taught them. He gave them God's word. And while they were hated, being foreigners on the earth, they were being equipped because this hatred would lead to violent action against them. Here's what Jesus goes on to say about it. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, verse 15 of John 17, but that thou shouldest keep them from evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. His prayer is not that they be removed. As citizens of God's kingdom, they would leave soon enough. But his prayer is that they are sanctified, and that sanctification would come through God's word. To be sanctified is to be set apart from profane things and dedicated to God. It is to be cleansed and consecrated for his exclusive service. And God has provided truth to do this work, the scriptures. Because those who know Christ have a job to do a mission to carry out, a service to render, and we're in need of equipping. Jesus goes on in John 17, verses 18 through 21. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, that they may also be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also, which shall believe on me, through their word, that they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, that they may also be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Jesus will command all who believe in him to go and to preach, and he has lived and will soon die having done exactly what God commanded having lived according to the truth. And his disciples must obey and follow his example, because the message of redemption, which he's about to complete for the world, must be spread far and wide. And it can only be spread by set-apart servants. This is why the scripture and the study of it becomes so important to us. Because to grow into his likeness, we have only one tool, that works in conjunction with God's Holy Spirit, the one who dwells in us, and that is the Bible. He uses its truth within us to transform our every thought and action. We find ourselves going back to Old Testament passages like Psalm 19 as a reminder. It says, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them, there is great reward. We're not keepers of Old Testament law in this new covenant, but we are lovers of all God said and students who rightly divide the word of truth, meditating upon it, studying it, learning from its people, God's people, Israel, 
and finding in it examples. It is a lamp to light life's often dark path and a guidebook for a treacherous journey. This was the case for those early disciples, but for us too. Study is important. In fact, let's remind ourselves what the Bible is by going to 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. The Bible comes directly from God. Therefore, it deserves deep consideration. For when we deeply consider it, it provides for us a doctrinal foundation. It will reprove us. It will direct us back to the right path. And it will give us an ongoing series of internal tools aided by the Holy Spirit to think and act and live righteously so that we can be completely who God intends for us to be, and so that we can carry out our assigned mission in the earth. I mean, study is important. I'll leave you with the words Paul gave Timothy in the verses immediately preceding, verses 14 and 15 of 2 Timothy 3. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Continue in God's word. That means abide in it. Learn and keep learning. Surround yourself with those who would assure you in it. Because the holy scriptures can not only make us wise unto salvation, they can enlighten us to the implications of that salvation, which will mean vigorous and effective ministry that will be used by God to provide eternal transformation to others. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note podcast. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org, and every episode we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.